Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Friday, March 11, 2022. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else. But stick around. You might learn something new. Happy Friday, everyone. Wow, what a week I had. I didn't release on Tuesday because I was dead tired. I told you last episode that I was heading to Quezon Province for a shoot. And wow, it was like four days straight up. Work, 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 work. Uh, there really wasn't much time to do my own thing. But I was able to shoot some video, take some photos, which I'll probably, you know, start looking at in, in maybe the next few weeks. I'm really too lazy to to start even editing videos. But it was a great experience. So if you've never been to Quezon Province... I highly recommend it, even though it was mostly work. I look forward to going back there on my own terms, on my own time. Let me just start with kind of how it went. So on Friday uh, in the morning, I went to the office. Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say like what project it is. So let me just tell you what I did. So I went to the office of the the team that was producing this video. And we went straight uh, in the service. So we took the, I don't know what kind of van that is, but a Star X kind of van. And we went all the way to Mauban. Mauban? Mauban. I don't know how to say. I kept saying shit wrong on the shoot. Mauban port. And from there, we took a boat all the way to Cagbalete Island. And we stayed at this place called Villa Cleofas. And it was really, really relaxing. Like if you were looking, and I'm not a big fan of the beach, right? But I told you, I like the side of the beach. I just like the aura around the beach. I just don't like the sand. I don't really like going to the water. But it, if you're looking for a quiet, decent sand, decent water beach, Cagbalete Island, I think is your place. And if you're really, it's really the hard selling point is it's quiet. Like if you want to go and get a book and curl up, I don't know, in the somewhere on the side of the sand in a hammock and read a book, it is probably the place you want to go. It is pretty uh, secluded. There's no electricity until the evening time. I think the electricity runs from 6 p.m. to 5 a.m. So you better charge all your shit before you get there. And if you're going to bring some gadgets and stuff, make sure you charge that shit at night. Because from the morning all the way until 6 p.m., there is no electricity. Uh, So we spent a day there. I got to try out like kiteboarding a little bit. But we couldn't do it because of the, the time restrictions of the shoot. Go look up kiteboarding. That shit is fucking insane. Uh, it's so difficult. So we we I you the instructor told me that you would need, I don't know, like a couple hours, like eight or nine hours for you to get used to it. And we didn't really have that time. We only had like an hour and a half to shoot shit. So we had to, in in, in other words, make daya, make it look like I could kind of know what I was doing, without deceiving the audience. But we had to kind of expedite the process. So all I got to try was flying the kite without being on the board. And holy shit, that is so hard. 
Shout out to uh, my man Sasan, by the way. His name is Sasan. This tall, six foot three, supermodel looking dude, kite surfing instructor. He's like Middle Eastern looking. I think he's half, but he grew up here. So when I first met him, I was like, holy shit, this guy's so sexy and hot. And that's, that was Bigla Nagtagalog. I was like, holy shit, you're fucking Filipino. Uh, <laughs> dude, he's a really good looking guy. It's incredible. Uh, but he taught me how to fly the whatever. He gave me like the basics and I kind of got the gist of it. I would need, I would love to have more hours. I told him I would come back one day. It is pretty pricey though, if I'm not mistaken, just like the, the lesson from him plus the, the rental. But I think it's worth it if you want to learn because they say it's like riding a bike. So once you learn how to kite surf, you, you kind of know it all. You just have to buy your own equipment if you don't want to rent. So shout out to Sasan, shout out to the Kagbalete Kite Boarding Center. You can find them on Instagram, I believe. So I did a little bit of kiteboarding. I got sunburn as fuck over there. Uh, even though I was wearing a rash guard, my ears up until now are peeling. But yeah, so that was day one and two, I guess. Uh, day one was a travel. Day two was most of the shoot on Cagbalete Island. The next day, so we went, we returned from Cagbalete. We went to the port and then from the port, we went straight to our place. We stayed at this place called, uh, Na Nawawalang Paraiso. Or, yeah, I think that's the name. Nice place. Nice hotel. And there, but there's no signal there in, uh, Quezon in general. And they didn't have Wi-Fi at the hotel. <laughs> so I couldn't really like communicate with anyone online for the, most of my journey, which is, I guess, a good, is a good way to disconnect in a way. So we stayed there. And then the whole next two days were all shot in Tayabas and Lukban, which are pretty close to each other. And it just involved so much food. Like I ate so much longanisa Lukban. I had so much, uh, pancit habhab. I brought some home actually. I bought some from the, there's a street there called, on the last day, we went to this, uh, regalo, ano tawag dito? Pasalubong street called, fuck, uh, Budin. Yeah, yeah, Budin street. Uh, uh, Kalia Budin, which is the informal name of the street. Because they sell there Budin, which is like a cassava cake. It's basically cassava cake. It's their version of cassava cake. So, you can go down that street and there's different sellers. You can buy budin. You can buy uh, pancit habhab that is wrapped. You can buy longanisa lukban. So I, I bought some, brought it home. I also brought some lambanog, some some coconut wine, different flavor. I got a coffee one, one which I'm going to probably have to give to Rika. Uh, blueberry one, the regular one, and I forgot what else. I got I think like a raisin one and then a, 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 a blueberry one, which tastes like blueberry wine so i am not much of a drinker but i'll probably drink those over time so yeah i mean i i I don't want to tell you too much because it's really hard to envision it over a podcast but going to kezon was really great the the people are nice and you know i i I co-hosted a segment with a uh, cool a cool lady her name is mikey she looks like she's 17 but she's like 24 but she's so intelligent so smart she's a teacher but what real she what really struck me that one of the, the key things that really stuck in my mind was I asked her like, so how's it like living out here? And she said it's, it, the cost of living is really okay. And I asked her, how much does it cost where you live? Like where you rent? She says she rents an apartment and I kid you not, 800 pesos per month. That's 16 US dollars. My American friends out there, if you listen, 16 bucks for the month. And I was like, holy shit, that's crazy. 
I mean, no matter how shitty the play, I don't know how she, I, 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 I assume it's, you know, not shitty, but even if it was like shitty, that's eight, 16, 800 pesos, 16 bucks. You can't really go wrong. So a part of me is like, man, if I ever wanted to disconnect and get away from the city, I could rent like an apartment in Quezon. They're in Lukban for maybe like three months. Cause I asked her, is it on a lease? Like, do you have a lease or do you have to? have a lease for six months. He said, no, you can do it month to month. So if I want to just get away, it, you know, 600 pesos, that's cheaper than a fucking motel, bro. It's bananas. So maybe I'll, I'll go to Quezon one day and just kind of live out my provincia life. <laughs> my isolate myself, maybe bring my bicycle and just bike around every day and explore. Who knows? Who knows? She's, I asked her what the most expensive uh, expense was for her. She said it's the internet. A one five per month, but she told me it's two hundred fifty Mbps, so that is pretty good. <laughs> you know, you you have entertainment in the form of internet, but then you're not spending that much on everything else. The only, I guess, downfall like me for a city guy like me, there's really no malls there, so there's no movie theaters. Uh, the only things to kind of shop for are food around the area, and I guess there's mga changge and blah blah blah, the palenque, and there's a big church there. I don't go to church. <laughs> so I, I'm wondering how long could I really survive in the quiet provincia life? And I, I actually thought about that while I was there, and I thought to myself, "Sabi ko parang feel ko hindi ko kaya ng more than one week. Like it, one week, more than a week, I think I would go crazy because I need to be my mind needs to be constantly busy with pollution and and." You know, loud cars honking and traffic. I think I thrive in that environment. And one week, I think my mind would be so quiet that it would be so loud. I don't know if that makes sense. But you get what I mean, right? So yeah, shout out to the team. I'll let you guys know when I start uploading content for that. And when I, cause I don't really know if there's, I haven't asked them, like, can I talk about the project openly? But I think it's going to come out in April. Yeah, it's going to come out in April, like April 2nd, I believe. So I'll let you guys know once again on the podcast and, of course, on my social media platforms. Follow me at It's Me, JC. So, Kezon, thank you so much. You were fantastic. And now I'm here. Did I do anything eventful since I got back? I have been trying to lose weight because, oh, my God, I ate so much shit over there. I already told you guys, but I gained. I must say I didn't weigh myself because I don't want to see how much damage I did. But I'm pretty sure I gained like five or six pounds. <laughs> so I've been walking uh, lately every day just walking in the mall I have been trying to eat clean so I went to the Palenque here so Kubao so Q, Q Mart or whatever it's called I've been spending more like I've been more comfortable spending money on fruit because I used to it, A it's cheaper in the Palenque and B I haven't been eating as much um, like meat and I don't really eat rice when I'm if, unless there's rice in front of me like I won't cook it so if there's no rice in front of me, I won't eat it. So in my refrigerator right now, I have like 30 apples. Literally, literally. I have 30 apples. Uh, I had some four or five Asian pears. I have four lemons, which I've been putting in my water. So I, I cut up a whole lemon, put it in my water jug, and I just let it you know, stay there until the flavor runs out. And then I'll put in another one. So these four lemons will probably last me two weeks. Uh, I have some ponkan. I call them mikan because that's what they call it in Japan. But tangerine, I guess, is what the English word for it. So I have a bunch of fruit. I don't have any meat in my household, believe it or not, right now. I've just been eating fruit. Uh, but I do go out to eat. So I need to, I need to, 
I need to go buy some meat later. And I am, I am, I have committed to it. I am buying an air fryer. I, 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 I've asked on Twitter. I asked uh, around the Xiaomi one, I think looks good to me. It's 2000, I think 700 pesos. I'm probably going to go buy one today, but I might go to Pampanga kasi this weekend because my mom is leaving for Japan soon. So I don't know. Maybe I should buy it when I get back. I was trying to make budole, my mom. I said, ma, because my mom doesn't know what an air fryer is. I said, ma, have you ever heard of an air fryer? You know what? You should get one. And I was hoping that when we go get one, I'd be like, ah, oh, man, I wish I had one. <laughs> and she'd be like, anak, sige, bilin na kita. It's my gift to you. And I'd be like, really? Are you sure? No, it's okay. And she'd say, sige na. And I'd be like, all right. <laughs> That's the moves, man. So maybe I'll wait uh, until I can get that done. But yeah, so I'm going to buy an air fryer. I'll probably let you know next week how my experience with it is. All I really want to do is put chicken and maybe some vegetables because I hate, I hate, 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 hate preparing vegetables. Like I hate boiling it. I hate steaming them. I just want them to be, once I, I just want them to be ready to eat, man, but they're not. So what I want to do is I'll buy like broccoli or like I'll buy those frozen veggies. You know, I know it's not as good as fresh ones, but whatever. And I'll just throw them in there with the chicken so that when I, you know, when it comes out, I have, uh, some fruit, uh, some, some protein and vegetables. That's my main plan. Uh, I, I, I've been so hesitant to spend money in general because, you know, I don't have a job right now, but I've been getting a lot of VO work. Ayo! I got another VO client, even though it doesn't pay as high. It's like consistent. So I'm making pretty good money, man. At least for me, I'm a very, thrifty guy in like a week i'd like to say i can make all my expenses for my food my groceries for like the month which is amazing in my opinion uh so yeah i need to invest in my health so i'm gonna invest in the air fryer because i think i will lose weight and i'll live a healthier cleaner lifestyle i just i've just been hesitant because you know money so like remember i talked about the machine the massage gun that i want to buy every time i've been getting new hostings i've been getting like confirmed hostings and they're like, you know, good amounts. But I just can't get myself to buy something like that. There is a term for that, right? Not kuripot. But I was doing some psych. I used to do surveys for money. And there's always this one question that said, like, it gave you two people. And one person was like, John always goes to the mall. And whenever they see a sale, they always buy something. And then the other person, let's say, so John and, so who's the other guy? John and, what's a, what's a basic white boy name? Michael. Michael goes to the mall and sees the sale. And although he knows that it's a good deal and he, they need this or they want this, they can't bring themselves to spend money. So there is like that mentality. That's me. I'm fucking Michael. Right? Is that the name I used? I cannot let go of money. I'm really bad at it. Besides my essential, Keeping alive money or keeping alive uh, necessities like uh, groceries, I really have a hard time spending money unless I think it's fuck. This is a good deal. Speaking of good deals, I got boodled for the first time by the uh, fucking text blast. So BDO, because I have a BDO credit card, BDO texted me and said, "Old Navy, now uh, buy 150 peso flip flops or chinelas." Uh, using your BDO credit card. I was like, damn, that's a good deal. Because Old Navy, you know, it's, a, it's an okay brand. A uh, fun fact, did you guys know I used to work at Old Navy in the States? Uh, let me, sh- I think I've told this story on the podcast before. But in case you're a newer listener and you haven't found that episode, I'll share in a bit. 
but 150 pesos, I was like, that's a good deal. So I went to uh, Mega Mall yesterday and I bought two pairs. So 300 pesos for two, I'd like to think, solid quality. I wore the the one pair of chinelas the whole day. After I bought it, I wore it in the mall. I walked to Shangri-La to have dinner. I had dinner at Kettle. I told you the buttermilk fried chicken. Ugh. And, and then I went back. I then biked with the chinelas to Capitolio to meet my boy Mart. We ate, uh, well, he ate mostly. I just hung out with him at uh, Baba Ganoush in Capitolio. But the chinelas held up pretty well. Didn't break. My biggest, my biggest thing with chinelas is the, the thing at the bottom. You know what, you know, the, 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 the loop that goes around your, your, between your big toe and your, whatever, the pointer toe. You know how it, it goes underneath the, the slipper and there's like a little circle at the bottom. My biggest thing is that shit always breaks for me. That, that every, every chinela, I'd say 90% of all the flip flops that I've ever had, they all broke in the same fashion that that little whole thing at the bottom like dislodges or it just it breaks this one seemed pretty solid after one day of use so i'll I, you know hopefully it lasts a while and i bought two pairs so 300 pesos you know it can't go wrong can't go wrong so i thought that was a good deal so i have no regrets with that but anyway old navy did you guys know i used to work at old navy this was in the thanksgiving ish uh time so this was around october november in the year 20, <laughs> in the year of our Lord, in the year of our Lord, 20, what year was that? I was going to say 2017. Holy shit. No way. It was even 2017. I was already here, I, but I feel like it's only been a few years, but it's been so long now that I think about it. It was, I think, 2012. Oh my God. That was 10 years ago that I worked at Old Navy. It really feels like it was five years ago. 2012, I think, because I was still in college. I remember that. I was in college, and I was working three jobs. I worked at Old Navy. I worked at the movie theater, and I was starting a new job at a law firm as an admin, whatever, like front desk. And, yeah, Old Navy. That job was fucking awful. Like, my least favorite job ever. It made me to, A, it made me never want to work in retail ever, ever, ever. Like, fuck. Customers are fucking annoying. I hate folding clothes because I don't know how to fold clothes in real life. Like in my own place, I still don't know how to fold clothes. And I entered into a job where folding clothes is like half the battle. And I worked all kinds of shifts there. I only worked there for a month after I was like, fuck this. This sucks. But I worked the the, the inventory shift where I come in at 3 in the morning, 4 in the morning, and I have to scan Every single fucking item with this scanner gun and make sure the prices are right. Oh my god, that is a pain in the ass. And then we had to unpack the boxes. And the worst part is, they didn't really give you any training. And they expected you to know where everything was. Because I don't really shop at Old Navy all the time, even before I worked there. I mean, I knew the store. But whenever I would hang up clothes, or whenever I was given clothes to hang up, I couldn't fucking find where it went because you know these 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 uh these retail places are meant to not really confuse you but they're meant to make you look around and then they switched the format of the store like a week later and if you weren't the ones that put up the clothes then you know when you come in you're like what the fuck wasn't this over there like a couple days ago so I never ever got used to where shit was so it came to the point where when I was putting clothes back I would hide shit like underneath other clothes because I really could not find 
where it went. And whenever I would ask like a manager, they would just be so irritated at me. Like, oh my God. Like they wouldn't say it, but I could tell just from their like body language, like, oh my God, don't you know where it is? You fucking noob. You fucking fashion, basic fashion bitch. That's how I imagined that they were, that's what they were thinking. I did have one nice manager. His name was Pedro. Nice guy. But everyone else was like kind of a douche. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that was like the worst job I've ever had. I hated doing like the fitting room shit. Like, because people would go in, and I, you know, I'm guilty of it too. Uh, you know, people go into the fitting room with fucking eight items, and then they come out and they don't want any single one. I'm like, fuck! And there's nothing wrong with that, right? You know, you're shopping for clothes. You don't, I don't expect you to buy it. If you bring it in there, I need you to buy it. But sometimes you're just like, fuck, man. Fuck, bro. You couldn't, like, take one with you, so I'd have less shit to fold. To this day, I don't know, like, how I survived that one month without... Like, I think that was when I was desperate for... Not desperate, but I, you know, I was working three jobs, and I I was trying to live on my own. I was living for myself. I didn't, you know, I was making paying for my own shit. So, I, I, I guess I had, like, a pride thing where I didn't want to ask my mom for money, and I didn't want to, you know, I just wanted to show that I could make it on my own. But now, now that I, you know, now that I'm, what, how old am I? I'm fucking 31 now. So I was probably 21 when that shit came out. 20, 21, 22. If I could go, if I was put back in time, or no, if I were to be hired right now at Old Navy, after two days, I'd be like, fuck this. I'm not doing this shit. This is a waste of my time. I'm not enjoying, and I would rather, like, do something else. But I guess I didn't have that luxury before. But if I could go back in time, I'd tell myself, bro, don't do it. However, however, there is a silver lining, friends. <clears throat> Old Republic, I Old Republic, Old Navy is a sister company under the main company uh, that is under Gap and Banana Republic. And Old Navy had a pretty shitty discount for employees. It was only 20%. But you know what? At Gap? And Banana Republic, you know what our discount was for full-priced items? 50 fucking percent. Fucking incredible. If I had a more, um, what do you call this? If I had a more entrepreneurial mindset and if I had more capital, I would have taken full advantage. Of it. I would have bought hella, you know, like the popular items. You know, Gap is known for their jeans, their, 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 uh, stonewashed shirts and whatever and banana republic you know that shit is not cheap it's like formal wear i would have bought so much of it at, at my employee discount and then resold it for maybe you know a 10 percent, 20 percent profit like if i if i knew what i knew now if i was you know in my mindset now at me at 31 versus 21 i would have taken full advantage but you know me being young <clears throat> me be me being young and i was fit at fitter fit I was fit, man. I was sexy at the time. I was buying like all these clothes at 50%. I look good, bro. And I even went, and believe it or not, you know, it might be hard to, to really envision this because knowing me now, people who know me now know that I don't like dressing up. I wear basketball shorts and chinelas and crocs and sanuks almost every day. Even when I go out, the only time I dress up is if, if the, if the, if the, if the, what do you call it? The venue requires you to wear pants. Or if I'm meeting someone like, you know, someone important, all right? Like, I don't dress up to meet my mom. I mean, my mom is important to me. But, you know, if I'm meeting my mom's business associate, I'm going to wear pants and a shirt. But overall, I don't, right? But if you saw me in 2012 or whenever this was, 
I was like a, it's a complete 180. I, I had, I was a huge fan of Joseph Gordon Levitt. I even bought the GQ magazine with him as the, the guy, like the front cover. And Joseph Gordon Levitt was known, uh, he doesn't really do it that often anymore, but he was war- known for really being well dressed. He had a suit. It was a nice fitted suit. It was slim. He wore like a tie bar on his necktie. Like that was me. Everywhere I'd go, I would wear nice shit. I would wear a nice button up. If, even if it was casual, I would wear, you know, a nice pair of jeans with a, with a brown belt. Dude, you should have seen me. I was fucking fly. <laughs> Thinking about it, I spent so much money just with, I spent more money than I had earned in that one month from Old Navy. So all the money I earned in Old Navy, I spent more than that on the discount, discounted items. And, you know, I got fucking fat over the years and none of that shit fits me now. Or it's still in the States, I think. I think I gave it to my cousin because he's, you know, he's sexy. Uh, but none of that, none of those clothes fit me. And that, I think, was the beginning of the end of me ever buying clothes. Uh, I think I was, um, I guess, jaded or not traumatized. But now that every time I think about it, like, damn, man, I had so many cool clothes, but none of it fits me. And, you know, I don't even care about wearing that shit anymore anyway. So I think that was like one of the main things that stuck in my head uh, about, um, you know, just buying shit, minimalism and whatever. Although, even though I've spent a lot of money in clothes, before that whole one month of Old Navy, I was still a pretty thrifty guy. And I would, um, you know, I would do like random shit to earn side income. So I was doing uh, MTurk, which was the surveys for money run by Amazon. I was collecting uh, water bottles in the movie theater. I don't think I was allowed to. <laughs> but at the end of every night, there's a, you know, there's like trash cans that are made specifically for recyclable uh, bottles. So every night, all across the theater, it's a big theater, I would, at the end of the night, go get my own trash bag. I would go in there and use my fucking bare hands to, to manually move the bottles into that plastic that my own trash bag and then i would put that shit in my car and then i would go to a uh a store called what's the name of the store there's some places that do it by weight but i went to a store that did it by bottle and they never counted the bottle so what i would do is i wouldn't cheat too much but i would add an extra maybe 20 bottles to my car because each bottle is five cents so 20 bottles is a dollar right so let's say I would collect on a good night 350 bottles. Uh, let me do the math on that. Calculator, 350 times 0. 0.2 to 0. 0.5, 0. 0.05. That's $17. So that pesos for my, my Filipino pans, 875 pesos. In one night, I would get 875 pesos worth of bottles. But then I would add an extra dollar, so it'd be like 925 pesos, right? 925 pesos on top of my hourly rate at the theater, so I was doing pretty good. I mean, not really because it was the States and the cost of living is high. But I was able to earn every week an extra $60, $70 just from getting my hands dirty. And I'm not picky, right? I'm not super. I'm not afraid to get my hands dirty, as the saying goes. <clears throat> and, it, you know, all that, that all that time saving all this money, working these, like, uh, you know, like I wouldn't call them dead end jobs, but these are not jobs that usually you make a career out of. But working these jobs where you're doing manual labor, you're cleaning people's shit, you're folding people's clothes, that shit really made me understand the value of not spending money. 
And I think that's the point that I'm trying to make as to why I am the way I am now. <laughs> you know, you know, JC, you don't want to treat yourself to a massage gun. Why? Because I know how many fucking bottles it takes getting it out of the trash can to afford that. If I had to do it all over again. Right, you want to know how many bottles that is? It's 9,000 pesos, right? So you divide by 50, that's $180, right? $180 divided by 0 0.05. I would have to collect 3,600 dirty bottles for me to pay for that. I don't think about it like that. I don't break down the numbers like that. But in my mind, somewhere in the depths of my fucking psyche, I know how much work it takes to get that shit. Do I need it? No. Do I want it? Yeah. But I could live without it. And that's kind of the mindset I've brought along since, uh, that, that era. Cause I was, you know, I was medio magastos in 2000, you know, in high school I was. And early college, I kind of got to that point where I need to save money for necessity because I had to pay rent. But only when I really moved out here and I had to do shit on my own did I realize, damn, do I really need this? I know. I know. I know. It's not like, it's not also good. I understand that it's also not a good thing to not spend on yourself and treat yourself. It's just, it's just, that's my mental block. That's my, that's my, uh, that's my trauma. <laughs> that's my trauma. And I, and I uh, thank you for listening. But yeah, I'm sure each and every one of you who listens to this podcast probably knows the, the value of working for your own shit. And it is hard, right? It's hard making money out here, not just here in the Philly, in the world. Living life and earning money just to, so that you can make it to the next week is fucking hard. So that's why I can't buy shit when I want to. <laughs> Although I am looking into a new iPhone and I told you guys that I don't like buying stuff, uh, like, like, uh, with payments, like even if it's 0% payment interest, I don't like to, cause I like to, I don't like to have, uh, debt or utang. But I've been looking into Power Mac Center, I think, has 24 months, zero interest for the iPhone. And I'm thinking, shit, maybe that's more bearable. I know Broadfits, we talked about it, right? On, um, when Hala Hala Show, I think, guested with him. Basta, we talked about it with him. And I think he, you like it better, right? Broadfits? Uh, uh, let me know. <laughs> but if it's 0% and you can budget for yourself and shit, you know, it's not so bad. It comes out to, like, the, the, the one that I want. There's two that I'm picking for him. Either the iPhone 13, the, the smallest version of, I mean, the smallest capacity of the iPhone 13 or around the same price is the mid-level iPhone 13 mini, like the second capacity. They're around the same price, but both come out to a little under like 3K per month. It's like 2.5 per month for 24 months, which is, you know, it's, it's doable. It's bearable. It's not so difficult on your, on your wallet, but I just don't like not, you know, that means that if I do that for 24 months, I'm locked into this shit. And I'll probably, I mean, I'll probably, I won't upgrade my phone for two years. I'm almost sure about that. My iPhone 10 I've had since 2018. So it's been four years, right? 2018, 2019. So it's been three or four years since I've I've been using this iPhone. So it's not like, you know, I'm confident that I'll keep the same phone. So I don't know. I don't know. I just don't like, you know, I just like to pay for shit in full. I don't like to owe anybody anything. Welcome to my TED Talk. That's it, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I'll be back probably Tuesday or Friday next week, depending if I go to Pampanga or not. Uh, thank you for supporting the podcast. Uh, 
help me by following me on social media. If you don't, you probably follow me on IG, but help me grow my TikTok. If you, if you're on TikTok, it's the same as my Instagram. It's me, JC. That's J-A-Y-S-E-E. And help me make my dreams come true here, as the fucking podcast description says. Take it easy. Have a great weekend. And I'll catch you all. Say it with me. Later. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.